0: Some of the words we use in church sound very fancy, because they are not part of our day-to-day conversations, and also because they are often rooted in three main languages. One, Hebrew, where we get the words Alleluia, which which means praise the Lord, and also the word Amen, which means so be it, or it can also mean for sure. Second language is Greek, where we get the words like liturgy, which means the work of the people. And also the word kiria eleison which means Lord have mercy, that we hear in church. And finally Latin, where we get words like pope, meaning father, and creed, which means believe or I believe, credo. Our main feast days also have titles that are rooted in these ancient languages and go back to the earliest days of Christianity. For example, today is the Sunday of the Fathers of the Ecumenical Council of Nicaea. The word ecumenical is not a word that you will hear um, in your day-to-day conversation. It The word ecumenical comes from the Greek word eikos, O-I-K-O-S, which literally means the house. And this word began to be used for meetings that brought together all the members of the church in one house. The focus is on the church as the house of God, and ecumenical councils brought together the bishops of the house of God from all over the world, ...to meet in one house or under one roof. These bishops are called fathers because of the Old Testament concept of religious leaders... ...as fathers of a community. For example, we read in 1 Chronicles uh, 29, 18, O Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our fathers, keep forever such purposes and thoughts in the hearts of your people and direct their hearts towards you. This is maintained in the New Testament, especially in 1 Corinthians 4:15, 4, where St. Paul says, "For although you have countless guides in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For I became your father in Christ Jesus through the gospel." From the New Testament, the early church called bishops and priests fathers because of their role of first gathering the members of the house of God into one family, and second, because they provide spiritual nourishment and strength to the people of God. And in so doing, they teach both Christians and non-Christians because the message goes out to the whole world. They teach this special message of Jesus Christ, who leads all of us to the Heavenly Father. So all these points are very intricately connected to each other. These difficult words are important to know, because as an apostolic church, we live consistently in the faith of not only one or two generations before us, but we go back to even the Old Testament foundations of the New Testament. The Old Testament led to the New Testament, which led to the early church, which leads us to the church today. That is why we celebrate the fathers of the first ecumenical council of Nicaea today, which today, which is the Sunday after Ascension Thursday, a few days ago, and before Pentecost, which is next Sunday. After the resurrection, Jesus spent 40 days teaching. On Ascension Thursday, we celebrate the end of that 40-day period when Jesus ascended into heaven. And then next Sunday, we celebrate Pentecost, Pentecost, which is the sending forth of the Holy Spirit. This is summed up very nicely by St. Luke in the first chapter of the Acts of the Apostles, the first five verses of that chapter, where he says, In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up after he had given commandment through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. To them he presented himself alive after his passion By many proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking of the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he charged them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but before many days you shall be baptized by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, By focusing today on the fathers of the first ecumenical council of Nicaea we remind ourselves that during his life Jesus established a visible church and he also gave specific instructions to those who were to lead it. For example in Matthew 16 Jesus Jesus says, I tell you, you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church and the powers of death shall never prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And today's gospel focuses on this transition from Jesus to his apostles. Particularly in John 17, verse 11, where Jesus says, Now I am no more in the world, but they, that is the apostles, are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. Jesus establishes a consistency between between his teachings and the teachings of the apostles. These form the foundation of the teachings of the early church that is consistent with the life and beliefs of the church today. Since we are the people of God who gather in the house of God, we refer both to the building and the people as the church. However, the church is not only this building, And the church is not only this gathering. We are only the church when we gather in faithful continuity with the beliefs of what was taught in the major meetings of the church called ecumenical councils. The fathers of these ecumenical councils also gathered with a strong point of reference to the teachings of the generations that preceded them specifically the Old Testament foundations of the New Testament, which led to the foundation of the church. Therefore, on this day of celebrating the fathers of the first ecumenical council of Nicaea, we also celebrate the teachings in the Bible that paved the way for that meeting. And we celebrate our knowledge and our active living of our faith that is rooted in the life and in the teachings of Jesus Christ. We all belong to this wonderful Holy Cross Church. But more importantly, we belong to the one Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church that is found around the entire world today. And this is the Saint church the same Catholic Church of the past 2,000 years and as founded by Jesus Christ. That is why in the church we not only celebrate um, different times in the life of Jesus, but we also celebrate times in the life of the church because the life of Jesus is a continuation uh, and is lived in all the different events that have been celebrated that we are celebrating and that we will continue to celebrate as a community of faith founded on Jesus